0: Hey there and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one intriguing page of Talmud every day and today's page, Kidushin 53, gives us, well, if we're being honest, it gives us priests behaving badly. Have a listen. Rava said, but isn't it Tana Baraita in accordance with the opinion of Rav? When the priests receive their portion of the bread each week, the modest ones withdraw their hands and do not take it. And the gluttons received the shares of the bread. This indicates that offerings may be apportioned according to the priest's wishes. The Gemara rejects this. What is the meaning of receive the shares? It does not mean that they exchange one portion for another with halachic sanction. It means that they would snatch their colleagues' portions, as it teaches in the latter clause of the same baraita. An incident occurred involving one who snatched his share and his colleagues' share, and they call him Ben Chamtsan, son of the snatcher. Until the day he died, what a fascinating image! Here are the priests who we think of as being so holy and so perfect, and they receive all the portion of the bread that was, you know, part of part of their pay. And the Talmud tells us some of them would be kind of modest and, you know, kind of linger back, and some of them would just reach right in and grab not only their food but also their friend's food. This thought of priests behaving badly is really, really, really intriguing. And so I have the pleasure of welcoming to the show to help us kind of sort it out, not one guest, but to a father-daughter duo, Rabbi Michael Paley coming to us from Budapest and Bria Paley coming to us right from New York. They are the hosts of the perfectly named Two Paley's on a Pod, a lovely new podcast that I just started listening to, and I know you would love it too. Rabbi Paley, Bria Paley, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. So Rabbi Paley, Bria Paley, this is an open-ended question. Most of us think of rabbis, let alone priests, right? It's like almost legendary characters. These are people above and beyond any moral blemishes. These are people who represent and embody human rectitude and piety. And here we read in the Talmud, no, man, there are some priests who would just reach right in there and grab all the food they could and didn't even care that their fellow priests didn't get any. What are we to take away from that insight? Uh, Bria?
1: Well, as as a rabbi's daughter, I, I certainly know my father would never do anything like that. <laughs> Well, I, I think the issue is a complicated issue, which is is who owns the sacrifices? Does the sacrifices owned by the temple? You know, can you exchange a piece of meat for a different kind of piece of meat? Like, Bria always complains that we were vegetarians as she was growing up. She didn't even know she liked the white meat or the dark meat when she started to eat chicken. So... Maybe she would like to swap, you know, the dark meat for the light meat or the light meat for some for the pancakes. You know, we always gave you the meat and we would take the grains, even though in this particular Gemara it says the meat is better. So maybe we're just kind of like sorting it out as opposed to being uh, nasty
0: about it. That is a fascinating way of thinking about it. But I want to take it even a step further down, you know, the ladder and ask you read here about people, I think that the Gemara is not only asking the particular question of, you know, how the sacrifices are apportioned, but also letting us know, straightforward, that there were some people among the priestly class who were just, you know, greedy people. It's basically telling us, hey, these, these were normal human beings. These were normal guys who who behaved like all of us do. Some were nicer, some were meaner, some were hungrier, some were had more self-control. Is there a lesson there when we think even of these, you know, white garment clad agents of of the Jewish people in the Holy of the Holies? Is there a lesson there for us to kind of think about it and and remind ourselves that no one's perfect?
1: Well, I I take two things from it and then maybe Brio will say something. Number one, this is from from the tractate called Kedushin, which is about marriage. So if I don't own the meat and I snatched it from somebody else and then I gave it to my intended as a gift so that I could seal the marriage deal, is it money? You know, like we always used to say when we were kids, possession is nine-tenths of the law. I don't know if that's true about the law or not, but is it really? If I like snatch some stuff that's not really mine, and then I give it to somebody else, am I giving them a gift or am I giving them stolen property?
0: Spoken like a true Talmudic scholar. Bria, what do you think?
1: Uh, This one is tricky for me because, you know, I I do see a lot of greed around me, especially living in New York City. Things can feel unfair. Someone's living in their Park Avenue apartment. Someone else, you know, can barely make ends meet. And like what what is, you know, yours or not yours? Sometimes like the lines can get blurry, I think, because we just had Yom Kippur. You know, we have the opportunity to to start anew and to repent for what we've done over the past year. And so everyone can get a fresh
0: start. I love this thought. So so when you think about this, you know, yeah, I worked very hard for what I own, but at the same time, I also understand a lot of other kind of very complicated social constructs that help me be where I am, uh, that maybe were denied to someone else who has not received these opportunities. So what is truly mine? I'll ask just this, an insanely unfair question uh, before I thank you for, for coming on the show. Is there kind of like a good shorthand for us to think about these issues without driving ourselves crazy?
1: You know, I I live in uh, Budapest, as you said, and Budapest used to be a communist country where everybody got exactly the same. That's what they believed. And I can see how it ate away at people, you know, and that it made people corrupt. So I kind of feel like that approach where everybody got the same, no matter how hard you worked, didn't work in really in any way. And now we have a, a social gap where there are billionaires and millionaires, and they also have It has flaws in the system. So maybe the rabbi said, we're going to put a bunch of meat out in front of everybody, and we hope that you'll sort it out, not take too much, not take too little, and that that will be what we want. The idea of calling someone the snatcher is really a terrible, uh, it's a terrible name. He did it until he died.
0: Rabbi Paley, what a profound observation. Rabbi Michael Paley, Bria Paley, thank you so much for being our guests on today's show. And anyone who enjoyed this incredibly thoughtful and wonderful father-daughter dynamic should check out Two Paley's On A Pod, available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're really going to love the book I wrote. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, surprisingly modern advice from a very old book, and it's coming out in just a few short weeks. You could pre-order it now at your local bookstores directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is a smile. Once you've pre-ordered the book, take a picture of your receipt, just a snap on your phone would do, and follow the instructions at tabletm.ag slash pre-order, that's tablet m like slash pre-order then you will be invited to an exclusive star-studded virtual book launch event and get all sorts of other pleasant surprises as always please go and rate and review take one on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts you could get your take one t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag take one newsletter Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Libowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnik, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little more Talmudic.